0: Welcome to the Bifocal Podcast with John White and Jason Himmelstein, where we talk about business intelligence and the Microsoft stack, with news, interviews, and expert opinions from around the space. This is episode 43, recorded on March 8th, 2018, from MVP Summit in Redmond, Washington, where John and Jason talked to Charles Sterling, who runs the MVP program for PowerApps, Flow, and Power BI about his experience working at Microsoft, his view of the MVP community in the PowerStars world, and a bunch of non NDA stuff about MVP Summit. Good morning, John. Oh, wait, that's right. John's not here. John, unfortunately, is not able to join me this week because we just got back from SharePoint Fest, D.C., and he immediately had to turn around and go visit a customer in, uh, He's in Barbados, so I really don't feel at all bad for the guy this week. I am sitting here in San Antonio where we had beautiful rainstorms last night, but it's uh, a crisp 75 degrees or so this week. And, uh, you know, I I don't blame him for wanting to get out of Canada for another couple of days because there was just another snowstorm up there. This week, we're bringing you an interview that we did when we were out at MVP Summit in Redmond, Washington. This week's interview is with Charles Sterling, who runs the MVP program for Power Apps Flow and Power BI, and as you'll hear him refer to it, the Power Stars platform. I uh, had a really enjoyable time having this chat with Chuck, uh, as he likes to be called. And next week, we're going to be back to our regular cadence with not just interviews, but we're going to go back. And uh, next week, we have a bunch of news to share because yesterday, Microsoft dropped a whole bunch of stuff on us with the new desktop features for April that came out on April the 4th. There's also some news that we have not shared with you yet about the new gateway that came out on March 29th. And also on March 29th, there was a developer community update for March. So we're going to do all of that in next week's show, which should drop probably Tuesday or Wednesday of next week. And we look forward to uh, sharing all of that news with you, but I'm not going to try and walk through all of that without John. If you want to go out to powerbi.microsoft.com forward slash en-us forward slash blog. If you're in the US, there should be some short URLs out there as well, but that's what you can do. You can go ahead out and go check that out. We had a great week last week when we were uh, actually, if you just go to blog, it works as well. John and I had a great week in in DC last week. Hopefully uh, some of you folks are new listeners from that show. We met a whole bunch of people, had a great pre-day. Did all. Ton of uh, BI sessions and in general, just had a great time interacting with all the great folks in DC. And now we are on the wind down to stay home for a little bit before we head out to uh, to Vegas. It's going to be Vegas, baby, and uh, looking forward to that show where John and I are doing a uh, pre-con on Power BI as well. But we thought that this was good timing to do the interview with Chuck, seeing as John and I just finished doing all of our MVP renewal stuff that was due on the 31st of March. So hopefully you enjoy this episode and we will look forward to talking to you again on the next one. We're here at MVP Summit. I'm here here with John and we actually have some special guests that we've been getting a chance to interview. And we don't know exactly when we're dropping all of these, John, but you know, in what order. But doesn't necessarily matter. No. So we're having a great time. We're spending a lot of time with all the Power BI team. And it's been an amazing week so far. And We're right at the tail end. We had an opportunity to catch up with Chuck and we wanted to bring an opportunity for our listeners to get a chance to meet some of the people in the Power BI community as well. So Chuck, if you wouldn't mind doing an introduction of yourself. Oh, thanks, Jason. And I appreciate you inviting me actually to join your, your podcast. So my
1: name is Charles Sterling. I often go by Chuck. I own the, the feedback and relationship channels or the advocacy channels. So I own the MVP program for the Power Star. So That's Power Apps, Flow, and Power BI. Um, really looking at a business platform for business people. Um, they need tooling too, and we actually haven't focused a lot in that space, and that's what I've been doing. And as, as I said earlier before we hit the record button, 25-year um, veteran at Microsoft. At 20 years, you get stock. At 25 years, I think you get therapy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
1: that whole time in the developer division, focusing on the .NET Framework 1.0 is my claim to fame. I helped oh, wow. ship that. Oh wow! And then my last job before moving over um, under James Phillips for the PowerStar, if you will, um, suite of applications. I was owning the test tools. I actually worked on Load Test. So I know a lot about DevOps and actually going out and doing continuous integration, continuous deployment. And that's what actually what brought me over here is because I love the DevOps idea, which is we're going to go out and make it easier and faster. Yeah. And James Phillip and his crew with Power Apps said, you know, all you're doing is you're taking the old paradigms and you're actually going out and removing friction. What we want you to do with Power Apps is I want you just to break that model. I don't even want you to think about a pipeline for deployment. I just want it to be deployed and I want to have it something with a low-code, no-code solution that business people can do. So I took a look at what they were doing. The idea has been around forever, right? Um, PopFly, you guys remember PopFly? I- I do. Have like a I light know. switch? You remember light switch? Yes, yeah. Light switch. And you remember sure. InfoPath? Uh-huh. <laughs> we
2: keep, we're from the SharePoint uh-huh. world. we I, yeah, I, I
1: love the Tourette's Twitch. Yes. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get it on the, on the, the audio, but he actually, don Twitched when <laughs> yeah. I said InfoPath. And the idea is to deliver on those promises, yeah. and that's what Power Apps is doing. And I, I just fell in love with the idea of enabling people to create applications. You know, give it to somebody like my daughter or her teacher – and go out and create applications for them to go out and collect data or actually just share data with that constrained environment, or that share, that secure environment—it's
2: always been the dream, right? We've seen, it has. we've seen that back um, again. I'll go back to my, I'll date myself with Lotus Notes, right? That sure. was the the first kind of citizen developer environment you could just quickly call right. together a bunch of services. And BB Three came so yeah. close to delivering on it. Oh like yeah, you, you go to the stores, remember the stores, and they had
1: the racks of the ninety-nine yep. cent five and a quarter inch Shareware apps. Yep. Oh, it was 95% there, and then yeah. we made it enterprise-ready. Oh, that boom. Oh, you know, when you say enterprise-ready, citizen developers, you hear a fairy dying in
2: Neverland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, and, and yeah, I mean, InfoPath was the next, you know, kick of that cat. Now, it was supposed to be a form filler. That's Unfortunately, right. they put some coding in behind it, and everything went to hell. Yeah. So, <laughs> But but it's the same idea. We're, and yet, you know, power users turn to those tools because... Enterprise ready is too slow and too long in a lot of cases. They need to get something done quick, and it sounds like that's exactly what, yeah, um, and, what the vision is. And the, and the team is not just about Power Apps, us, us, us. It's mm-hmm.
1: you know, it's the Flow team is working as well. Mm-hmm. And I think last time I looked at there is uh, 215 different connectors for Flow. Mm-hmm. So if Power Apps isn't your presentation here and you want to use Office Forms, oh my God, does that look gorgeous? Mm-hmm. It but does. The, the Excel team is is knocked it out of the park with that one. Again, not a lot of. I want to say business logic, but that has annotations right. I'd prefer not to use. But if I wanted to actually have it do things, you know, if this then that sort of idea,
2: yeah.
0: flow wires up to that yeah. just as easy as it does Powerhouse. Uh, Forms is a is a sort sure. survey front end thing that you can't do anything with the data on the back end. But if you it wired up is, the forms, yeah. all of a sudden it just lights up. It, it will kick off a flow. I know. Oh, it'll kick off. Yeah, well, we're wow. not going to go into <laughs> no. we, We've been friends with the flow for guys for a long time.
2: Since it came out, we... Well, if you were on load testing, you, you might have been the guy who had to deal with us breaking it with
0: the Twitter thing for the May 4th SharePoint event two yeah, years ago. That was, that <laughs> that was us. A yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we... And John actually built product on top of it now, and it's been...
1: Pretty great. I've, actually, I've been looking at the TiGraph Twitter feed. Uh, yeah. yeah, it looks amazing. You guys uh,
0: have done a great job there. Thank dude. you. It, it's been a lot of fun to be able to find ways to integrate all of these things together and help drive community with that as well. That's uh, showing visuals to people of what they've been up to. So, as you mentioned, you're responsible for the Power Stars, which, by the way, that's a, a beautiful name because it's you know living in the data T- world, totally
1: unsanctioned. Uh, I, I am not in the marketing team. I do not get to make branding. So, but uh, when, when you, when you say it, it. I
0: know that there's a cartoony aspect to it but when i I think data side i'm thinking power and then a star like as in all of these things which actually worked out well because you know looking at some of the stuff that we were seeing for some of it there was some confusion around power.com and all of that that's that was me
1: i actually put that in there because i'm so used to going out and like doing p with an asterisk or power suite and i i just get lazy so that was actually my typo yeah well
0: (laughs) It's an interesting thing because it's one of those, as we look at it, SharePoint has this massive community behind it, mm-hmm. and we're starting to tiptoe ourselves into the Power BI community and seeing more of the community that's being built around Power BI. Because it's so such a young technology in the grand scheme of things, it's interesting to see what we saw with Showpoint uh, in our world as that that tiptoeing up the line is coming. You're responsible for the MVP program over in you know and, in, the, fee- and the feedback and channels, the feedback yeah. mechanisms, which by the way, I sent you some of the comments on you had asked about short links and things like that for people to yeah. more easily find. That's right. Things that is the kind of thing that's really useful for those of us in the community trying to tell people about this. That was really that's really. So what stuff. Jason's so,
1: talking about there for the audience who didn't get the email from me was the fact that we've done a pretty good job in Power BI of going out and having support.powerbi.com, mm-hmm. ideas.powerbi.com. We haven't actually done that muscle memory URL navigation. I guess, I don't know if that's a yeah, real term. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Where you just logically, logically type those URLs. And I wanted to make sure that they are consistent across the entire business platform. If you Makes are, sense. yeah, if you're a Power Apps guy, you should be able to go out and type in ideas.powerapps.com mm-hmm. and you should go right there and I'm actually going back and fixing that right now I so it. I own the devs who do the, the web team that are actually I don't own them <laughs> they, they sit next to me and they're a great team and they uh, probably just feel that way
2: yeah they
0: do. <laughs> at, at release time and launch time they positively do feel owned yeah <laughs> well, and Power BI has its own category now for MVPs yeah. as well right um, there are five
1: categories for MVPs if I sound like I'm standing on a soapbox because I actually <laughs> deliver this a lot internally there is is, um, um office there is server there is data mm-hmm. that was important um, yeah. not because it's a middle finger that i'm holding up for the audience <laughs> that can't <laughs> see me but because data actually has 19 other categories including yeah. power bi and there's business now if we could go back in the wayback machine i think power bi would have gone underneath the business yeah. mm-hmm. and i'm not holding up five fingers who did i miss Probably Windows. Uh, Windows. Yeah. Oh no, developer. 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 Developer actually is about half of the MVPs. There are thirty five hundred MVPs,
0: and about eighteen hundred of them live in the Developer categories. Oh. In my old world. Yeah. 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 How many MVPs are there in the Power BI yeah. category now? Um, great question. One hundred and sixty seven.
1: Um, it's growing, and it's yeah, it's growing fast. I think it's the fastest. Uh, actually, Power Apps
2: would be the fastest growing category because they start with zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's not fair when you start with zero. Yeah, you call yourself the fastest, fastest. <coughs> well, it, it, it lines up too. I mean, uh, we just did our full day. We have a Jason and I do a full day introduction to Power BI that we do at many SharePoint conferences. Uh huh. And. We're normally not the best attended of, of the event. There's some you know rock stars in the community that people want to want to flock out and see. But this last uh, at, at this last um, conference in Branson, Missouri, you know that damn Laura Rogers. What are we gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> not to mention any names. <laughs> yeah. okay. Sorry, go ahead. She wasn't at this one. That might help. That might have some to do with it. Okay. But uh, we had we had the best attended uh, full day pre con session of all of them, including you know some some good friends of ours that uh, that are. That normally dock it right out of the park the velocity is incredible um last sequel saturday a year ago paul Trilley
1: offered a hands-on lab i think he had 12 people in it and mm-hmm. it was the dbc index backup thingy for sequels the the big one that was the rock star right, show right. this year there were 12 people in the this is how you back up and run indexes on your sequels or of course that's not the title i'm just making that yeah, mean, yeah, 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 and paul turley's bad title and, and yeah. paul <laughs> Power BI session God, it had like 100 people standing yeah. room only, and people were complaining because they couldn't get into it. So the velocity is so,
2: so strong at this point. Yeah. It seems the product seems to be hitting its stride, and, and uh, at, at the same time now, the community is starting to wake up to it, and it sounds like we've got a community that's forming. It's certainly for around It's it. certainly yeah. coalescing. Yeah. It used to be there were SharePoint people that did it, there
1: was actually some data guys that did it, mm-hmm. and I would like to think that. You guys are finding a, a family
0: or a nexus and, and a group of friends and community amongst these people. Mm-hmm. We're seeing a lot of folks come over from the SharePoint world yeah. over into Power BI, and we're starting to see a lot more. You know, I, I help organize a bunch of different conferences in, here in the States, and we're just tons of people new, new, who've never presented on Power BI before. They're doing it in work, and they're like, well, this is something people need to know about. So they're putting out more you know, new sessions, and John and I are at going, our cheese is moving. Like <laughs> the cheese is getting divided up a little bit more. But it's great because the different voices. And, you know, I talked with some of the show organizers. And like, Is it too much? Is there overlap? It's like every single person that's presenting right now is presenting in a completely different way. There's not a, oh, topics. here's the 101 that you have to do for a Power BI session. So it's uh, another, uh, you know, kind of a rock star in
1: the Power BI space. Was another SharePoint guy, Ted Patterson. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: And I love his metaphor And yeah. that. It, just so you know, Ted taught me SharePoint originally way wow. back in 2006. Did they have electricity back then? Yeah, they did. Okay. Okay. But we, we were in Canada, so we were just getting out of the log cabin. Gotcha. Yeah. Ted taught me drinking. Yeah, well, I <laughs> we already knew that yeah. one. It's
1: certainly a, a, a skill that a Ted excels at. And I'm not going to differentiate they, they, which one. Yes. That's yes, right, yes, that's yes, right. Yes, so, yes. anyways. been on the show, too. Yeah, yeah. The, the meta point that I was going to make is that. It's not so much that the pie is getting sliced up, but when the tide comes in, all the boats rise. Oh, yeah. yeah it's been so the, great. the whole segment is growing in that these are people that was actually going out and waiting for data scientists or waiting for their line of business people to deliver stuff for them that are now actually getting a self service BI where
0: they can actually service their own needs. Yeah. I mean, one of our frequent listeners and good friends, Teresa Eller, had a huge crowd for her yeah. session, and, and Branson. Doing a an intro, you know, she was doing intro for Power BI. You know, you know here's how to download desktop, that sort of thing. Yeah.
2: Everybody yeah. wants it
0: now,
1: and it's, it's, it's really The, really the great. user group last night had 80 people in it. 60 of them were brand
2: new. It, really?
1: Yeah. How how does that happen? Yeah. I don't know.
2: And you mentioned user group. That's another aspect of community we haven't really touched on, but yeah. I see them springing up as well. I, I did a uh, we have uh,
1: 180 user groups now with 40,000 members. Wow. And if you rewind that two years ago, I think the number was zero. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So. How do people find these user groups?
1: Uh, Power BI is usergroup.powerbi.com or powerbi.usergroup.com. I think both of those will take you to the right place. Oh. If not, they'll take you to. Some great search engine that starts with a G that will actually <laughs> that
0: yeah. We refer to it as the Google Bings. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, no, very cool. And there's a big conference you guys are a part of. Yes, do. that's right. Um, so, the people that help us run our user groups
1: um, actually put on big conferences. Like we just did the finish the world tour, the Power BI world tour. Mm-hmm. That was entirely organized by the user groups, for the user groups, by the, with the product team coming out and hitting the road. And then in Dublin, I want to say there's 13 of us from the product group going out and doing hands-on three days, again, just for the user groups. That's awesome. So it's really, really cool that we actually are getting back to the community. I came from the the developer division where that was just part of our DNA. Mm -hmm. Really great to actually see that getting back into the
0: business. Uh, and I know that we, we do SharePoint Saturdays on our regular basis. You've done some SQL Saturdays. I've never bothered uh-huh. to get my sessions accepted to them. That's the way I'm going to refer to it uh, and say if that was rejected by them. Are you seeing anything like Power BI Saturdays starting yeah, to pop there, up? And- you know, there
1: are four or five that actually ran this year. But since they're more business focused and they're a little bit so when you Saturday's a bad day. Yeah. Well, we were finding that the Power BI World Tour, which ran on Fridays, just seemed to be a more logical step. The as a business person, they could go to their boss and say this is make a play for it. Mm -hmm. As a developer, they're almost always taking time out of their own out of their family's budget and out of their leisure time. Mm Yeah, I think we will have Power BI Saturdays, but they'll be on Fridays. So. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's not
1: unprecedented in the SharePoint world, either. And Dynamics world as well. They've always run their user groups
0: during the day, during the week. Okay, yes, yeah, It's a whole different metaphor. Interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know you were pressed for time today, and we yeah. really appreciate you taking time because you've my got pleasure. people all over this building and all over this campus you're uh, that fast. you're you're, uh, you're shepherding through and helping to I have, find I have, other people. I have, I have so. 75 people
1: in conference rooms around me talking to developers themselves directly. So oh, it's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it's, it's real, this is my favorite part is because for the last three days, we presented our plans. Today, you get to actually comment
2: on them. That's one of the nicest things about the MVP program is when you when you are a member, you get to
0: feedback directly, and you get well, usually to be heard. Well, by you certainly matters. did in the Power BI rooms. That's for it sure. Was, we've spent some time in different spaces this week. Yeah. I came out of that morning where we met the first time in, in person, as opposed to only doing virtual. And truly, it felt like we had been drinking from the the horn of Valhalla. Like <laughs> it was so like they were refreshing. So like people listening Kai did a dance right, it was awesome. that was just the yeah. best session yeah. it was really Don, great John so.
1: Levesque with the flow
0: line. We'll yes. see, going it was great
1: sh- yesterday sharing the team's backlog and then mm-hmm. doing the t-shirt sizing that was awesome Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was really really nice Yeah, yeah, yeah. we, we I, split I'm, on that we, one you, you went, went to that, that one, one yeah. I had to you go know, to where a a a the other teams but. will actually go out and take pride in the fact they open the kimono we don't even bring it into the room with
0: us yeah it was it was pretty darn cool so as a closing is there anything you'd like for our folks to know the places they should be going to find more information. You know, we've been talking about the edX course. We've been posting it to the blog and, and trying to make sure that people know about it. I work I, on I, updating that monthly, so yeah, it's I, a great, I spend, a lot, a, great of, I spend
1: a, a lot of my personal time on that one. Powerusers.com, so actually we spend a lot of time on the forums and the user voice sites to actually make sure that we can hear your voice. So figure out the right channel that makes sense for you. Is it Power Apps? Is it Flow? Is it Power BI? And powerusers.com is a central directory for that. Cool. And how
0: can people find you? On that? you know, I know you're on Twitter, right?
1: I'm on Twitter. I'm on YouTube. I am the most prevalent blogger on the Power BI blog, and then I actually am doing my, my own blog on walkthroughs. So I do like 15 cool. page walkthroughs that are pictorials that we tend to not do in the product group or the product blog just because they're so big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not shy, and I, I don't <laughs> think I'm hard to find.
0: Yeah, you're not shy. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make sure that we put links to those things into the show notes as well. Okay. And thank you so much for your Thanks time. Much. It's been great getting to no, know Thank you for taking the time out to come out for the MVP Summit and having me actually on your podcast. It's our pleasure. Mm-hmm. Thanks. 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 Thanks for listening to the Bifocal Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, or via your favorite podcast app. You can follow us on Twitter at Bifocal Show. The show notes for this and all of the Bifocal Podcasts can be found on the bifocal.show blog. The music for the Bifocal Podcast is Indie Rock by Scott Holmes and is shared under Creative Commons.